This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. I have a story today that is really a contrast between two different stories that illustrates the disconnect or the virtual schism in the church today. There are numerous factions in the Church of Christ, one being painted with broad strokes to be called traditional Catholicism. And the other are, of course, the modernists, though they never call themselves that. Their position is pretty simple. They've held power in the church since the late 1950s to varying degrees, have near absolute power now in the church, and wants to bring a church into being that, in their words, listens to the Spirit speaking through the world for guidance. Now contrast that with traditional Catholics who simply want the same faith as has always been taught and proclaimed by the church for millennia, and you get a striking contrast. And this contrast is evident in two stories. The first is a story from America Magazine, where our new favorite Jesuit, Father Jim McDermott, appears to be praising the possibility of Francis imploding the church. And on the other, we have Archbishop Vigano, who gives us in an interview an understanding of how we got to where we are now in the church in our time. So let's dive into this story because there really is no moderate position left in the church anymore. Let's start with Father Jim McDermott. Writing for Clown Church Central Magazine, known as America Magazine, Father Jim provides us with this rather scintillating story. Headline, is Pope Francis prepping for doomsday in the church? I hope so. Doomsday here is the utter collapse of vocations. Yes, this priest is cheering for the collapse of vocations because it will give the modernists the opportunity to do what they've always wanted to do, which is put the laity in charge of the church. After that, there's no going back for modernism. Father Jim begins by talking about the reform doctrine to the Roman Curia that Francis issued recently that no one cared about, despite it being a total enthronement of corruption in the Roman Curia. Father Jim ignores this reality and focuses on the modernist agenda. From the article, quote, But in the midst of the release of the reform document, which was actually a big deal for many reasons, Vatican experts recognized something that actually could change things for you and me in a potentially massive way. As one theological expert who worked on the Constitution put it, the Vatican seems to be saying that the power of governance of the Church does not come from the sacrament of holy orders, but from one's mission in the Church. That is, being in positions of leadership in the church should not require a collar, ordination, or being a man. If that interpretation proves accurate to the Vatican's intent, it would mean not only that most of the departments in the dusty but incredibly well-decorated halls of Rome can be run by women and men who aren't priests, but that our local parishes and dioceses could. Your sister could potentially be put in charge of the parish where I say Mass. My Aunt Kathleen or Uncle Stan could even end up running the diocese this someday. And that would be awesome. End quote. What inspiring words from a priest of the Church of Christ. No, seriously, though, this is happening precisely because the modernists have wrought this on the church with their continued dismantling of sacred tradition and putting the church at the service of the world and its rulers. This has been going on for decades, and every pope since 1958 has been guilty of this to some degree, but none quite like Francis. Vatican II was the inflection point for the modernists. You know, there were problems in the church for a century or more prior to the council, but it was there at Vatican II that they seized the opportunity to begin dismantling the church and replacing it with the ape of the Church of Catholic Prophecy. I'll compare Father Jim's words to the observations of Archbishop Vigano, who was interviewed for an Italian outlet recently. He was asked about the stonecutter infiltration of the church and the institution of relativism in order to undermine the church and its authority. 
He's even asked about Archbishop Lefebvre specifically, if Archbishop Lefebvre sensed that the church was on the brink of ruin, and that's why he acted. And here's Vigano's rather interesting reply. Quote, Indeed, Archbishop Lefebvre was one of the few, very few prelates who wanted to denounce the revolution of the council, understanding its subversive nature. And I say that he wanted because many other prelates understood that a true revolution was underway. Some saw it as a danger, others as a spring of the church. But among those who saw the danger, hardly anyone was able to openly denounce it. Today, we understand the historical merit of Archbishop Lefebvre for having rebelled against the line dictated by the conciliar diktat and for having created the conditions for a return of the church to the doctrine and to the holy mass of always, end quote. Understand that this revolution continues to our day, a revolution without end. We hear the refrain rather constantly that the church must update itself and make it relevant to our times. That is what Archbishop Vigano is speaking to here. And to the next question that his interviewer asks him, specifically about Francis's suppression of various traditional religious orders, and is asked if Francis is allergic to authentic vocations in the church. Remember, Father Jim's entire point is that vocations have collapsed, so we should just put the church into the hands of the laity. Here's Archbishop Vigano's response. Quote, At a time when the church is suffering from a drastic reduction in the offerings and donations of the faithful due to the economic crisis caused by the events of 2020, the closure of churches and the disgust of many Catholics for the work of Bergoglio and the bishops, it is evident that raking in a little money in real estate is convenient for the battered Vatican coffers. But the true motive, the one that moves every action of the Bergoglian church, is the implacable hatred of tradition, of which the contemplative and conservative orders are an eloquent manifestation. Imagine the rage of these modernists who, while the most progressive communities die out and the religious orders disappear in the crisis of vocations and abandonment, see monasteries and institutes reflourishing in which there is discipline, fidelity to the rule of the founder, true poverty, penance, spirit of recollection, and Tridentine liturgy. All this makes its failure evident, and therefore it must be eliminated. Lest it be seen that the tradition has many more adherents, and would have many more if it were not systematically boycotted, than the post-conciliar religion, with its priests without cassocks, her veilless nuns, in Bergoglio's mind, only the modernist inclusive vocations directed at the existential peripheries made up of doctrinal trifles, moral vacuums, hackneyed humanitarian slogans, deserve his approval. As soon as a vocation shows the vaguest indication of being genuinely Catholic, animated by the desire to give glory to God and save souls, it becomes an expression of clericalism, intolerance, fundamentalism, rigidity, with the whole repertoire of more or less offensive words, Bergoglio that are part of the techniques of criminalizing the adversary already successfully tested since the council, end quote. Father Jim McDermott calls the inevitable putting of power in the church into the hands of the laity a revolutionary moment. That is an interesting choice of words, quote. So it's an expansion of pre-existing idea, but at a much more radical scale. Basically, it's like the moment that the internet actually became a thing, but for ecclesial authority, a change that could expand access to leadership so radically as to transform our church entirely. Welcome to the future. It's all finally happening. Or so I thought, until uh, some diocesan priest friends rolled their eyes so hard at my enthusiasm that I thought they were going to fall over. You really think church leaders are about to hand over any of their authority? One asked me. What channel are you watching? Well, it's not like they're going to have a choice, is it? I wondered. The fact is, there aren't just aren't that many priests to go around these days, end quote. Father Jim goes on to show that Francis's reform of the Roman Curia opens the door for what he is hoping for because 
ecclesiastical offices can now be run by quote-unquote qualified laity, whatever that means, and if a dicastery can be run by the laity, then so can a diocese. And what would the result of that be? Further secularization of the church. You can only do that if you use secular administrative models for running the church, and that down that road leads disaster. Archbishop Vigano gives us a good accounting of what this would look like. He has asked about Francis and his embracing of the secular program and is working publicly with some of the worst figures imaginable in the secular world. And he has asked if this revolutionary thinking on his part and his total rejection of sacred tradition comes from his Jesuit training. Given that we're also talking about Father Jim's overt celebration of the collapse of vocations, Father Jim is a Jesuit himself. It's very relevant here. Pay close attention. Quote, if we were to limit ourselves to hypothesizing this correlation, it would be, at the very least, a sign of ingenuity and a lack of foresight. The Society of Jesus, which was among the most important orders of the church, was the target of the action of the devil that corrupted its charisma and progressively laid it astray long before Vatican II. And today it is the assault body, so to speak, with profoundly we see being demolished what remains of the Catholic Church. To replace it with an amorphous NGO that can serve as a, quote, container of the religion of humanity loved by the stonecutters and by the, the Leviathan in accordance with the ideological bases set by the council. Like all Jesuits, Bergoglio is, a, is first a Jesuit and then a Catholic. For this reason, Jesuits continue to be prohibited from ascending the ranks of the hierarchy, which is why the Argentine had to ask the Pope for a dispensation to be consecrated Archbishop of Buenos Aires. That dispensation, had it not been granted, respecting the rule of St. Ignatius, would have prevented us from the disasters we have seen since 2013. It is clear that the Jesuits played a prominent role, not only in carrying out the conciliar revolution, but also in the maneuvers to bring one of their own to the throne of Peter. End quote. And that would be the endgame of putting your parish and diocese into the hands of laity directly. The church would be so focused on material works of mercy that the actual gospel would get lost in the busy work of the church. And as a consequence, the parishes would empty themselves almost completely. If you know what the condition of the Christian science ecclesial communities are or similar groups, that's what the effect would be. The church is hierarchical in nature by design, and it was designed at its most fundamental level by Jesus Christ himself. The hierarchical nature is on purpose. Clericalism and rigidity, if you want to call it that, are on purpose. To, to pretend otherwise is to reject the mission of the church in favor of a purely secular mission. But many priests and laity have done just that. So am I off base in making this comparison? What do you think? Let me know in the comments, please. I'm curious what you have to say about all this. Am I wrong to think that Father Jim's prediction would be a calamity for the church? Is Vigano right or wrong in his assessment of modernism and the Jesuit influence in modernism? Let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help, especially in these times. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.